How's it going, Yemitators? Episode 114 with Jeffrey Baldinger. It was awesome. We talked about stand-up. We talked about touring. We talked about um, the other Jeffrey Baldinger. Um, yeah, there's there's no rivalry, but it was, a, it was a good story. You know what? You guys will hear it if you listen to the episode. So, uh, you know, go to, uh, <laughs> to facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, start the conversation there. There's, uh, I'm really bad at posting on there, but, um, you know, uh, like the page, go to iTunes and Stitcher, whatever you're, you're listening to this on and, uh, leave a, a review, a rating, something to help other people find the show. Duplex Comedy Suplex was awesome. You guys, we had Eddie DeLaSepi, we had Aaron Maliner, and we had Irina Skaya. Um, keep spreading the word keep telling people about it um come out every thursday night we're here duplex comedy suplex my twitter is at dougathan d-o-u-g-a-t-h-a-n shows twitter is at yamatat y-a-m-a-t-a-t the twitter for dcs is at duplex comedy and the instagram is at duplex comedy suplex also i have a donate button on my website on yamatat.com um because I am in dire, dire need of money, I, uh, please help. All right, um, listen to this episode. Okay. I finally, um, finished folding all of my dirty laundry, or clean laundry. Clean laundry, yeah. The last time I did laundry. And, um, yeah, so the, the room is still a little dirty. Nice. <laughs> But it's better than it was. Yeah, hey. I wouldn't know either way. Yeah. I just, you know, gotta be honest. Gotta be honest <laughs> oh, with Oh, absolutely. Gotta be honest with uh, the world. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. yeah. So, how you been? I've been good. I've yeah. been good. This is where we were recording right now? Is this, yeah, this yeah. This is it? All right, yeah, cool. <laughs> I feel like that's such a... Uh, a hack thing to say when you come into a, a podcast. Like, oh, are we recording? Are we recording right now. This is the this is the this is the podcast. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even know. I didn't even know that we are. Uh, I feel like that's the start of every podcast. Now it's like, oh wait, are we recording? Is this, is this how this works? Is this a, the microphones on? Oh my god. Okay. Oh, I didn't even realize that we were over here for a podcast. I thought. I thought we were just going to talk, you know, into a microphone together, because that's what comics do. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if it's not recording, because right. who cares? It's who the experience cares? that matters. All right? That's what it's about, bro. <laughs> that's what it's about. So you go by Jeffrey or Jeff? Uh, I always introduce myself as Jeffrey, yeah. and then kind of see, let, let people, let people decide. I always, you know, I always go by <laughs> Jeffrey, but it, it's funny to me how quickly they'll go to Jeff. <laughs> Because people don't want to say the whole thing. It's amazing. And I, I really, I did start actively paying attention to who, after yeah. I was like, hey, my name's Jeffrey. It's like, hey, Jeff, what's going on? And it's just, it's funny because I've never, I've never cared. that, And that's also something that people get pissed off about. Oh, that they don't care which either way. Is, and not pissed <laughs> off, just like, we'll pick one. <laughs> Well, my name is Jeffrey. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> right. 
it's like you can call me a nickname or you, you can call, call me a nickname. nickname or just, but the, I mean, <laughs> it, I guess in Hollywood it matters because of just like Screen Actor Guild mm-hmm. sort of like where what's your SAG name? You it's, know, it's less people getting frustrated <laughs> with things you don't know. And what's more the copyright? Like, what's what? What can I credit you as? <laughs> Is it Jeffrey or Jeff? I need to have the IMDb credit. You're like, whatever, just put a J. It's Jeffrey. With a period. Uh, it's fine. It's Jeffrey Baldinger, number two, actually. <laughs> yeah. Really? I yeah, there, yeah, I mean, there is yeah. another Jeffrey Baldinger out here. Um, he's a really cool dude. Uh, he works at Disney. We, uh, we, You've met? Have you guys we've never met in person, but it was really funny. Um, he had messaged me one time <laughs> it was after uh i had helped release this video that went uh uh that got a lot of traction and he had sent me a, a video this was a few years ago um uh if you will and he had sent me a message and he go and it was hilarious because he just uh messages me dear other jeffrey baldinger <laughs> I've been ignoring your presence for a while now. <laughs> uh, a few years let me take you back like five years. I would Google my name, and it was beautiful because I was the only picture that came up. <laughs> then all of a sudden, this red-headed guy started popping up. I got calls to confirm meetings that I didn't make, <laughs> asking if I had started doing stand-up. <laughs> Anyway, I had hoped that maybe your Hollywood dreams would be dashed or that you would figure that our name does not lend itself to a good stage name. <laughs> Turns out I can't ignore your presence anymore. <laughs> Sorry about Gmail. Congratulations on Facebook and Twitter. Signed, Other Jeffrey Baldinger. <laughs> Wait, yeah. was that real or was that, that was just your commentary just now? That's no, that's that completely real. He wrote that all out. <laughs> it's hilarious. Cause you can't be like Jeffrey Balding at Gmail like <laughs> Sorry about Or you. or can I? I don't know. I'm uh, I don't want to give my email out. <laughs> well, <I didn't>, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh so that that's it's also, funny. Also, I imagined um, because I love doing a Don Pardo impression. Yeah, I think all comics love doing a Don Who Pardo. Who doesn't love a good dead guy impression? <laughs> yeah. And Jeffrey Baldinger. That sounds, I mean, sounds that sounds. Than Jeff Baldinger. I have to agree. I have to agree. You know, and that's the it other rolls, thing is uh, you know, and it's a two-syllable name. Yeah. You know, Jeffrey. There's a lot of people who do Jeff Uri. Oh. Yeah, no good. It's R E Y, not E R Y. Come on, we're classy and then, here. And then we're it's two childish. syllables into three syllables, so it's the f- nice Jeff five Ree syllable. Jeffrey Baldinger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, first part of a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's why I'm so peaceful. You know, Jeffrey Baldinger, the other Jeffrey. Baldinger. Seven. Oh wait, other Jeffrey. Baldinger. Other Jeffrey Baldinger. <laughs> Jeffrey Baldinger. <laughs> it's a perfect haiku. It works. <laughs> Jeffrey Baldinger, other Jeffrey Baldinger, Jeffrey Baldinger. <laughs> there you have it, folks. We've done it. We wrote the haiku. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> haiku. K.
Kukachu. Alright, well now you're just being greedy. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, I've been doing it about uh, six years, six and a half years now. Same, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, are, is is comedy your job? Are you, or do you have like? Yeah, a I mean, it's well? uh, it's my main job. Um, That's awesome. I have I I do some tutoring on the side still. Yeah. Uh, but overall, comedy is what is paying the bills. Which you know, you got to pinch yourself when that is. <laughs> Yeah. You're able to say that because yep. it's really cool. It, it's not paying well <laughs> by any means. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I am broke as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. But um, <laughs> but it's great. I'm I'm really happy that it's you know it's it's, it's a crapshoot. You know, I mean, it's, it's a, every day there's a thousand new comedians out here, yep. and so it's you know. Mm-hmm. And we're all delusional. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta be. So it's... <laughs> you gotta be to come to LA or New York or Chicago or any To just do what we're doing. Like... Any any place. If you're like, I'm gonna make a living making people laugh. <laughs> what? Are you? <laughs> really? Are you, though? Yeah. Did you check your last bank statement? Because we, I mean, How's we... That going? <laughs> we, we evolved from uh, non-comedians. Like, that's how comedians evolved, from non-comedians. Like, you, there's no comedians in caveman days, you know? There's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to trying to get a mammoth to not attack him by just telling him a little joke huh? what's up <laughs> that never happened and was it words or was it grunts <laughs> ooga 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 and the mammoth is like mm. dinner I like dinner and a show <laughs> Sits uh, I don't down think I, and eats like while watching. I mean, I don't know how the accurate that analogy is. I don't think mammoths ate people, but you never know. Hey, they look ferocious. They do, but they're actually they're actually vegans. Honestly, <laughs> I'm pretty they sure that mammoths were tofu. vegans. They were all, they invented tofu. I think if you look at the history of the woolly mammoth, that's why they went extinct. Honestly, <laughs> not enough protein. They couldn't handle it. Mm-mm. They couldn't stick it they out. Couldn't, that's why they lost all their hair and, and tusks. And, <laughs> and now they're just now they're just bald elephants. elephants. And as they say, elephants never forget. That's why they're so grumpy. I used to have lush, flowing hair. It's the curse of our existence that we can't forget that. <laughs> Remember, it was like when you look back at, like, when your parents look back at their pictures from the 70s. I can't believe I used to have my hair like that. Oh, man. It's just an elephant pawing through. Ugh. Look at those teeth. Those tusks. That hair. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Oh, no. One of them has, like, a 70s-style mustache. It was, like, the latter half of the... The mammoth era, where they're all bald except for one mustache yeah. around their trunk. It was when it just about kicked it. Yeah, just exactly. Just about the meteor almost hit, or whatever happened. Um, mammoths were after the meteor. Hey. Right? I mean, Probably I don't know. Creozoic period? That's made up. That's, made up. I, it sounded made up. It sounded like you were almost like, I went to school, but then you're like, no, I didn't. Nope. I know there's Jurassic, Triassic, Mesozoic, 
Cretaceous. Cretaceous. That's the one I was trying for. Yeah. <laughs> Crozoic. Crozoic. <laughs> Mesozymic. <laughs> Well, Combine them together uh, and you just get add a zick and a zelo and a <laughs> xenomorph, xenomorphic era. Huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it all works. I know words. <laughs> well, as they say, every word was made up at one point. So, mm. in the future, Creozoic could be a new term. Hey, Creozoic. Um, Coin it. Bad pending. Uh, copyright. Trademark. Trademark. Is that how that works? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't I just think say so. it. I don't think you can just say it yeah, and have it just be say, trademark. Trademark. That's trademarked, so that people yeah. don't look it up and trademark. Patent it. pending. <laughs> Isn't everything kind of patent pending? If, you, <laughs> if it hasn't been patented yet, there's probably yes, everything is pending. pending. It's just like when somebody says, arguably. Arguably, yeah. this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, you just argued Ob- it by saying obviously. it's the best thing ever. Obviously. <laughs> if somebody can argue against it, yeah. It's <laughs> arguably. You know what? Arguably, your, your use of arguably was uh, arguably pretty good. Or unnecessary. <laughs> That's my point. That's my point. Was it, though? Um. So, what... Uh... Hold on. Okay. I have a few questions I always ask. All right. Got through. Got through. Wait, have we started? Oh, is this recording? Oh, this is, is this going on right now? Are, are we? Oh my God! I didn't. I did not realize that we had started the podcast. That is. <laughs> is my face blue <laughs> or red? As the case, I don't know. It's. Or both. Are you having Ooh. trouble breathing right now? A little bit. A, a little flush. A little flush. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's just because I have an audition for the Blue Man Group. That's... <laughs> they like you to go in character. I'd love to help you, but yeah. unfortunately, I just blew. Arrested Development. Myself. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Uh, what are some things in comedy you haven't done that you want to do? Um, late night, obviously. Uh, yeah, Conan is uh, mm-hmm. one of those, mm-hmm. or the Tonight Show, or any of those yeah. things. Those would be amazing to do. Those are. Uh, you know, those little uh, yeah. gold stars, you know, that you go and you th- when you're growing up, and, you know, Conan was oh, yeah. the guy. You know? <laughs> he was, I mean, he was, for me, he was my, growing up, I was I would watch Late Night uh, all the time. Same. And Con- so. Old Conan? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> old ass Conan? Yeah. Faux <laughs> show. Oh, I know old ass Conan. Oh, you talking about Conan? No, I'm talking about old ass Conan. Old Conan? Yeah. Dude, I still have on a... Um, so, remember when Kazaa and LimeWire and all those? Yeah. So, when those were happening, I was getting all of the media I could, possibly, because that's what we were all doing. And I got um, this interview. It was Jack Black's first interview on any late night show. Yeah. It was Conan. Do you remember that one? Um, and, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I remember uh, Conan's tenth anniversary when Jack Black performed, and okay. that was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> but this was, yeah, this was an old Conan, and it was. Um, uh, so he goes up, and it was when Andy was about to leave. Oh yeah. And then he goes, "I got a, I got a thing. Upgrade time, upgrade time." And he goes in this whole bit about how he could be the new sidekick. Oh man, that would have been great. Yeah. 
That's nice. <laughs> so late night? What, uh, what <laughs> That'd be something that I, I haven't done that I, you know is a goal of mine. Um, what else? Uh, you know, hour special, half hour special, forty five um, minute special, forty five minute special, hour fifteen special. You know, just. You know, I mean, honestly, I'd really like to do diversify, print. diversify. You know, I want, you know, I want to do the classic. I want to do the classic comedy route. You know, I, I want to get my live at Gotham. I want to get my premium blend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, get, a, get a get a get uh, a six minute Tonight Show Carson spot mm-hmm. so that I can mm-hmm. get my sitcom yep, and yep. you know and end up out. and then uh, yeah, just just go down in history as. Uh, as Jerry Seinfeld. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> or Drew Carey, or, you know, whomever. Ray Romano. It's like, Jerry Seinfeld hasn't done stand-up in a long time, but you have you guys heard of this guy, Jeffrey Baldinger? His name is the first part of a haiku. <laughs> I don't know if... Full on. He's going to go down in history... As Jerry Seinfeld. It's crazy because Jerry Seinfeld is supposedly already went down in history as Jerry Seinfeld. But that's not how things work anymore. Wait, do you mean the new Jerry Seinfeld? No. No. He's replacing... It's a reboot. It's a reboot. Well, what's this show going to be about? Even more nothing. Nothing. A whole lot of nothing. No, um, but yeah, I, uh, I would love to do, uh, an hour special, and I'd love to, do, one of my main goals is to do, uh, a late night, uh, spot in the, yeah. you know, one of my main goals in the short term is to do a late night spot, and, uh, get an hour special, and yeah. that's, what about you know, that long sort of term, stuff. like, um, not mountain top, because I don't like that term anymore because once you fucking there's lots there's of mountains. no mountaintop there's lots of mountains yeah. <laughs> you get to the top of one you're like oh there's another one i'm gonna yeah. go fucking climb that mountain until you get to the like the, to the top the mountain because there because i mean if we can be honest there is a top <laughs> of a mountain if we're being literal then yeah there is an actual top of the mountain like no, if you get yeah. to the highest point yeah. there is nowhere else to go but down <laughs> Or you just stay there until you die, and that's just kind of how great for that, you. And that's life. That's great, you yeah. know. If we can say that we made the best analogy for life ever, that was it. I think we did. I think that was it. Uh, climbing mountains. Did you ever do that? I love climbing mountains. I've done uh, indoor, and that's it. Yeah. Well, so like a, a rock climbing wall yeah. place. So yeah. Yeah. Climbed a wall. Yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. Yeah, that's, I haven't done real, but I've. I've you haven't climbed, climbed a rock. Climbed you climbed stuff, like a I've wall. Climbed, yeah, I've climbed the walls. Yeah, They're no, fun. that's that's difficult sometimes. It's uh, it's uh, it's good training for real, right? For for, for real, an outdoor rock. wall, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've done indoor rock wall climbing and outdoor rock wall climbing. Very similar, yeah. it's just a breeze. <laughs> breeze, I think, is the difference. But yeah. <laughs> Did you do the rock climbing where you um, put the thing in and like belay it and like? You mean just like regular rock climbing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. 
Have you done the rock climbing where it's like rock climbing? You know, where you have all the equipment for I mean, rock climbing. Arguably, it's rock climbing. Arguably. <laughs> arguably. Yeah. Um, how high did you climb? I'm interested to the, in to this. the tippy top. <laughs> you want? You want feet? You want? What do you want? <laughs> altitude? Uh, you want the altitude? No, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to. I don't, I don't know what altitude. You know, if you were like ten thousand, ten thousand feet, I'd be like, oh, it's a lot of feet. It is. <laughs> I can't probably, picture how high. Probably too tall, honestly, <laughs> unbelievably tall, for a guy who's doing a podcast in a bedroom. <laughs> How'd you get that guy? Just claimed he climbed Everest. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like double Everest. Though. Double so Everest. It was, <laughs> it was like 40,000, I think. I don't know. 60,000. How tall is Everest? I have no idea. I think I, I may be just completely undershooting. Everest. I don't know. I think it's like <clears throat> close to 100,000. I feel something. like you're just something. grabbing a number and just not something? at all. <laughs> I don't think you're even close. I honestly don't think that that is even a. Kilometers? <laughs> I think that's worse. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think you know the tra- I don't think you know the exchange rate. Hundred thousand meters. There we go. That's like a hundred kilometers. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. <laughs> Real bad at math. I took this uh, test, or I started to take this test the other day to be a shift lead at a restaurant. Okay. Because times are bad. As they are. Got to do it. Gotta do it. And there was so many... What does a shift lead mean? Oh. What does that mean? Oh, man. Well, at first I was like, okay, well, then I would probably just tell people, come in to your shift, and then I'll make sure things are running on time, the trains are running on time. Make sure people kinda clock like in and out yeah, at like the right manager. time. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like a, a shift manager. <laughs> kind of like what the position called for. So it was kind of like, uh, like a shift manager. Like, I manage people's shifts? Oh, yeah. That does sound like exactly what you applied for. Yeah. So I see all these math questions, and I'm like, oh, no. Like, example. And there's, what, what? And there's timed questions, too. Okay, so it'd be like... Um, like multiplications or, like, time? Like, just, there's a lot of numbers there, and there's, like, percentages being thrown around, and I'm like... It, it's it feels like the the word problems from uh... the train going at a hundred thousand kilometers an hour hits Everest at a at a at a rate of forty thousand miles from the base of Mount Kilimanjaro. Then how much change do you owe this person? Like how that. much like... don't you know about altitude? <laughs> nothing. I know nothing about altitude. Yeah, so, and then I was just like, well, if I don't get the, and it said, uh, you, you will not get negative points for guessing. And I'm like, oh. It was like an SAT. Guessed a lot. It was like an SAT thing, right? Is the SATs or the ACTs where it's like, better to guess than not. Both, both, yeah. I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. I think one of them was, if you don't know, you shouldn't, uh. Uh, Maybe that's SAT. I took ACT. To the ACT mm-hmm. and it required you to either like better they, to guess. Yeah, they said better. So then to it's guess. the SAT. Then that was like if you don't know, just skip. Wow, skip the answer. Because if uh, <laughs> I think on the SAT, if you guess wrong, 
it docks you. Deducts points. Oh. Deducts. Because there's a there's a bigger grading scale. Sure. The, the ACT is like thirty four. Thirty six. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I got twenty. Hey. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and thus we are here. <laughs> thus we are here. I can't imagine though, like if I would have gotten a thirty-six, and they're like full ride to whatever college you want, I'd be like, uh, all right, uh, don't know, I don't know where, I don't know what. Well, I don't think they do that. I don't think. <laughs> I think that yeah, that, off of solely uh, the ACT if you score. got a if you got a perfect score, <laughs> and just nothing else to show for it, just all C's and every all other C's and every other class, because that happens. That happens. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they would <laughs> offer you a full ride anywhere. Um, they might say, hey, bring up the grades and we'll talk. Or, you need a ride somewhere? But, <laughs> looks like you're not motivated. <laughs> looks like things didn't go great for you yeah. in the test. Mm. But, uh, I don't know, because I had friends who had, uh, great ACT scores, like, 34s, 36s, yeah. but were uh, bad grades, but you know, they so they spent a year in like some community colleges to yeah. like show that they're like whatever, and then they got uh, you know, then they got a full ride to Harvard. What? Which is crazy. No, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> that That's never happened in the uh, history of anything. <laughs> Prove yourself in a community college. Before you get a full ride to Harvard. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's Ooh. the hey, uh, order of operations, <laughs> math, right? Yeah. That's oh yeah. A squared B squared equals C squared. It's funny that you're still not sure. Like you were joking about not knowing, no, but knew. then you were like, uh, it might not be right. That's Pythagorean theorem. I know that one. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was when it got to trig in high school where I was like, I don't want to learn anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never made it to trig. I only got up to, uh, what did I get up to? I got up to analysis. Geometry? I analysis. had analysis of, oh. analysis of, I don't know. That was uh-huh. the, that was the course name. <laughs> what is math really? What is math? <laughs> And then, yeah, I had to take one math class in college, and it was uh, subjects in math, something like that. What? And it was, yeah, it was <laughs> topics in mathematics, okay? <laughs> Each test was eight questions, multiple choice, in a big lecture hall, so it was just like, what'd you get for this one? Okay, yeah. To be honest, first A I ever got in math. Topics in mathematics? <laughs> yeah. This, the, today's test is on integers. Like that yeah. kind of stuff? No, more like... Imaginary when, numbers. When would you use an integer? Uh, sort of stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like... I don't know. I, I mean, this was years ago. I have no idea. I, but that sort of stuff. Whereas, like, the theory of math. <laughs> Does it really exist? <laughs> Do yes. Any, do any of us exist? <laughs> Math is the only thing that actually exists. <laughs> there was a Simpsons, and it was maybe like five years ago now or something, and it was, uh, they brought in new teachers, 
to give new curriculum. Uh-huh. And they made it, like, super easy. Basically, they were like, what is four plus four or whatever? And Lisa raises her hand, and she's like, eight. And then the teacher's like, but is it eight, though? What do we really know about the number eight? What do we really know about any numbers? Yeah. <laughs> They, I mean, they have and a point. Lisa's like, no! <laughs> they have a point. I mean, eight is just infinity. Turned on its side. Upright. <laughs> you know? It's true. If you look at it long enough, and trace it around long enough... It's a never-ending cycle. You probably won't eat, because you just it's keep going. It's a never-ending cycle. <laughs> I know the listeners can't see what I'm doing, but I'm making a eight with my face. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty cool concept. Still doing it. Yeah, he's tracing the eight with his nose. With your nose, right? Your whole face? Who knows? You do. I do. (laughs) That is a good point. I do know. What's uh, what's your favorite part about doing the stand-up? Good transition. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of figure eights, eights, let me figure out something about you. You figure that eight. Let me figure out your love of stand-up in eight short minutes, okay? <laughs> so you got a tight eight. Um, no, I, lo- uh, I love every aspect of doing stand-up. I even love the awful parts of it because it's... And this has been, you know, I'm not going to say anything revolutionary here, you know, that hasn't been said a billion times by a billion other comics, but it's just, it's the only... To me, it's one of the only truly honest mediums that you can have the freedom to say anything and everything you want and just put yourself out there, you know. And even if your joke's not necessarily uh, true, you know, there's a lot of exaggerations within storytelling. To me, the best aspect of stand-up is just the the joke doesn't have to be true, but it's got to be honest. And to be able to showcase that honesty is one of the best... Things I I, I I love every aspect of stand up, yeah. just in that sense. Even when you bomb, it's it's amazing that feeling. Even if it's an awful feeling, yep. it makes you self analyze. It makes you go inside yourself, and it can go into a deep hole of depression. But you can, <laughs> if you're able to get yourself out of it, you you've grown, and it's it's amazing. Yep, it's like what did I do wrong? What can I do right next time? Um, this joke usually works. What happened? Like, or why am I even here? <laughs> Get ex- existential about it. You know, why, why am I doing, why, 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 why? Why? But it's that. Not. Well, okay. <laughs> not everything needs a response, yeah. but, uh. <laughs> But no, it's, uh, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I love the honesty behind the it. The honesty behind it, yeah. Um, it's, it's great that you say that because uh, there's so many comics that, like, you see, you see, you see some comics uh, through the years and you're like, well, I, I don't believe that you feel that way about that thing that you're saying. Yeah, but, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, and it's, that's where the but you look, you look at through. it and, Everybody has their own journey through that, sure, you know yeah. what I mean? It's If they haven't found that honesty yet, you know... But it's honesty behind whatever material you're presenting. Right. Because, um, 
false premises. I mean, who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one thing if, uh, you know, the person performing is just doing... You know, it's one thing if you're hired to do a specific set of things, and then it's another thing if you're just, like, trying to make... If you're trying to do material that you think will make the audience laugh yeah. rather than material that you... Feel it really speaks to you. Speaks yeah. for you. Yeah. You're in a no-win scenario because you might get people to laugh, but they're not going to remember you. You're yeah. not. They're not going to remember anything about it. It's just like, all right, what? Yeah, who you is? Made who me is laugh up? and now I forgot. Exactly. But if you make somebody think about things in a way they never thought of them before, yep. that's the goal to me. It's, it's saying like to me, it's you know saying people who say like, oh, I'm saying what everybody's thinking. Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of redundant, <laughs> you know, in, yeah. in my mind. But if you are able to make somebody think about a thing in a way they've never thought of it before, oh, and they're yeah. like, holy shit, I never even thought of it that way before. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That That's something that'll stay with them forever. Yeah. It I mean, that's, you, too, when they stays, tell you. Yeah. And, I mean, it's happened to pretty much every comic that I've talked to when they've they've seen somebody, some one of their influences or whatever, that yeah. said something that just yeah. struck a chord with them, and... I never even knew that I could do it that way, you know, and yeah. and then that takes them on a, a journey of their own, and it's just something that's really cool about uh, stand-up. Yeah, oh man, I love it. I love uh, the moment when you're telling a new joke and you're like... No idea I, if it's going to work It's like, or not. I feel good about this one, how do they feel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when it hits... Then after like, a while you get that sort of feeling of... You get that false sense of, I know if... I know if a joke's gonna work or not. I've done this long enough that I know. And then you go up and you do just like this one's gonna hit, and then death, silence. And you're just like, oh okay, okay. That's what death and silence sound like. Yep. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Take the temperature on the crowd. How's everyone doing? You guys still mad about that last one? Okay, all right. Uh... Okay. Just compose myself real quick. <laughs> We're all having fun, right? No? Not one of you is having fun anymore? Uh, I blame myself. Oh, you do too? Okay. Yeah, you are to blame. You look a little joyless. I mean, come on, you haven't laughed this whole time. Right? Classic. Have you have you toured and stuff? Yeah, I, I still haven't toured at all. Yeah, um, <laughs> toured is in or like like yeah, I, go, I go I go on I go on the road. I do uh, sometimes I'll go with the headliner, or sometimes I'll set up my own stuff, or I'll go to um, I go to New York and Canada a lot to cool. do uh, stuff over there and. I just as soon as I just as soon as I started doing stand up, you know, put my nose to the ground. I was like, I wanna, I wanna see if I'm funny everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna see if I'm funny anywhere else but the shitty open mics that I'd been doing here. Yeah. And, st- and when I started getting better shows and things of that nature, you know, you have there's always that risk of being so ingrained into the. Uh, community that you're in that your uh, references and your jokes are so specific to that community to that area Uh, in my mind it was just the nervousness like am I too like are the things that I'm talking about too 
specific to the place that I live and not... Uh, you got your Echo Park set? <laughs> no. <laughs> Silver Lake set. <laughs> no, they don't have me over there. <laughs> no, I le- but it's just, it's being that, uh, but that comes from just that honesty again. Because, uh, I mean, there's this guy, to I forget. Keep yourself honest, too. I forget what his name was, but his whole shtick was being so specific to L.A. references, that he would go on the road and he would do jokes about the 405 and the 101 and just the most specific, only people in L.A. get the references, and he would take it on the road. <laughs> like, that was his shtick. That was his people thing. And would, because they'd be like, I don't know what's happening. No idea. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But um, I remember one time I was doing a gig in Kansas City, and... I had this I I had this joke a few years ago before the new Annie movie came out uh-huh. about Annie and uh, how I thought it should be a sequel instead blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, but the club owner and I did it and it worked and the club owner came up to me afterwards. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I I, I wasn't sure if that Annie bit would work. It seemed a little too Hollywood." <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it seemed to go over well. <laughs> I was just like Annie's too Hollywood. Annie, you thought Annie was gonna be too Hollywood? You're like, if anything, it's too Broadway, <laughs> which is on the opposite side of the states from Hollywood. But not only that, that that's been or Annie's been around for a a long time. <laughs> People are gonna know I don't know if Annie people is. are really going to know that reference. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah. But yeah, and so that's just and so that's just why I like going on the road. It's just it 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 keeps you aware of the pulse of the rest of the world. The world. Yeah, exactly. It just keeps you aware of cuz, you know, there are different audiences than the ones you see in L.A. <laughs> what's, what's an example of a, a time where you, you you try to joke out a bunch, like, in L.A., say, and then you go on the road and that joke didn't didn't really hit? Hmm. Don't do the full bit, obviously. <laughs> well, let me get the microphone elbow in the bits, elbow in material. Is this one of those talk shows? Oh, well, let me tell you. I tell you. Uh, things aren't going good for me, you know. Hey, <laughs> so yeah, I don't get no retweets, no retweets at all, you know. Modern Rodney. Um, no. Uh, anything specific come to mind or nothing specific? Because um, that's I, that's an interesting. My, I mean, my uh, material is more uh, storytelling in general, mm-hmm. uh, person, you know, personal storytelling, just yeah. interactions and stuff like that. So it doesn't. It, it, it's not really a. I feel like it's not that LA specific in the first place. Yeah. So there hasn't um, been there hasn't been a moment where you're like, can I? Because you're like, this is my story. Yeah, not really. I the only, yeah, not really. Just. Maybe some topics in general, maybe yeah. a little, uh, but when you have that worry of whether or not something will work, that can get into your own head. That, that's something, whenever I've worried about that in a, like, oh, I don't know if they're going to be on board with this, then you, like, half commit to it, and that is why it doesn't work. Yeah. 
is because you're no longer within the bit. You're kind of judging yourself while you're doing the bit. And that's just, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so whenever that happens, you're going to be in trouble because you're no longer, you're no longer being real. You're no longer being honest. You're like, I'm going to tell you this and I don't know if it's going to (laughs) work. But if you're telling the story like, if you legitimately don't know if it's going to work or not, but you're just like, I, just, I have to tell you this, yeah. and you're being real with it, then, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but you're, you, you, uh, it's no skin off your, nose, no skin off your nose because you were being honest with how you uh, presented it. And yeah. I don't know. that. So I don't have any specific stories about something not working. Um, what about uh, road food? What's, what's one of your favorite? Road food? Yeah. Oh. I eat road food when I'm not on the road. <laughs> but like places that aren't out here, maybe that are specifically. I'm looking for a couple, few key examples, but key examples. <laughs> well, I was in Kansas City. You got uh, barbecue places. Uh, when I was in Austin, Salt Lake is an amazing restaurant. It's delicious. Uh, New York, they got uh, plenty of places. I'm horrible with restaurant White names. White oh. Castle? is a New York City delight. That is a local restaurant that I think is going to blow up. I don't know if they have multiple locations, but there's a a tiny boutique White Castle in Times Square that is phenomenal. Amazing. It's really good. Yeah, I I have a feeling it's gonna it's gonna go places. It's gonna gonna (laughs) rocket ship up to the top of the mountain until it dies. Did you watch the um, Futurama when they had the movies to see if the show could come back? They had they put up the yeah yeah yeah. And then the one was um, Bender's Game, so it was like all D and D and stuff, and they called it Wipe Castle. Wipe Castle. Okay, I don't. I saw the the first part of that. I don't know if I saw the whole all four movies, but yeah. Yeah, the first part was the Bender's Big Score. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Saw that one. That's good. And then the universe rips open, and um, a creature comes through, and that's the start of the next one. Documentary about our life. You know, that's. Future historians will look back on those cartoons and be like, that's that's a pretty that's accurate pretty example yeah. of how things ended. That's how it went. Yeah. Down. yeah. How did they know? Yeah. that's. I just love uh, watching uh, Demolition Man. Uh, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Demolition yeah, Man? Oh, man. Classic Stallone Bullock flick. <laughs> um, and What's there the was the, the franchise Man? wars where talk, every restaurant is now Taco Bell. Oh, in Demolition Man? Yeah. <laughs> Is it Taco Bell? I think so. I think it's Taco Bell. Because there was so the funny. franchise wars, and they were the only one that survived. <laughs> like, it was an actual war. The franchise wars? You know, Burger King was decapitated by Dairy Queen. <laughs> McDonald's, like, started stabbing Jack in the Box. McDonald's, Mr. McDonald retired to his farm. <laughs> Closed every. They tried to get him back, and he was like, oh, "I'm too old for that shit." He was played by Danny Glover. <laughs> Classic reference. Classic reference. Classic reference. 
That's a high five, you guys. <laughs> um, oh, wait. So Demolition Man, Stallone, Bullock, what's the premise besides Franchise Wars? Oh, that's not even the premise. That's just a throwaway line. That's just where Bullock's it's all been, like... It's all been talking about since the Franchise Wars. No, 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 no. no. So, okay, you got it completely wrong. You legit haven't seen the movie. Oh, man. It's insane. It's insane to me. Um, no, so, uh, Stallone, I can't believe I'm going to tell you a description of Demolition Man. Because you know what? I bet 14 14 other people listening haven't seen it either. Maybe. 15. Are you sure? 13. 12. There you go. Um, no, that, uh... So Stallone plays a police officer who plays by his own rules. Yeah. Oh yeah. And his enemy is Wesley Snipes. Okay. Okay. This is before the whole tax thing, and uh, Wesley Snipes is this murderer. It's put on ice. Mm-hmm. Right, legitimately, he gets frozen. What? As a uh, rehabilitation <laughs> thing, they freeze him to rehabilitate him, and okay. then, but in trying to rescue hostages, Stallone accidentally blows up a building, <laughs> and kills a bunch of kids. What? It's a whole thing. <laughs> and oh, so no. he gets frozen, too. Yeah. That, oh. He gets frozen, too. And they both get... And then, in the year... What is it? 2036? <laughs> I think it's 2036. And uh, he gets unfrozen. Uh, somebody unfreezes Wesley Snipes' character. Yeah. Uh, oh, before, before they were supposed to. Before his... Uh... Well, he used uh, implanted things to try to shake up system. You know, it's a yeah, whole uh, yeah. conspiracy from the top down situation. You know, <laughs> and then the one of the older cops, yeah. he's like, "You gotta get a maniac to catch this maniac. You know, you gotta get a criminal to catch a maniac. You gotta, you gotta uh, uh, defrost." Stallone's character. I'm blanking on their names. Wait, I so think uh, Summer, uh, Phoenix uh, was Snipes' character. Something Phoenix. Uh, and Stallone was unfrozen, and he's like, "What's good?" You know. <laughs> you know. No, he never said that. That's not a line in the movie. Rob Schneider's also in the movie, by the way. <laughs> For real? Yeah, he plays a police tech. Or uh, some, something something in the police force. And, uh... Anyway, so to get to the point... <laughs> Sandra Bullock plays a modern-day fo- police officer. Well, a future-day police officer. And she's obsessed with old things, and so when... Uh, Stallone gets them for the, you know, Bond and all that good stuff. And she's like, dress up, we're going to a fancy restaurant. And they're going, and Stallone's in a tuxedo or whatever. And and Bullock's like, all right, we're, we're here at Taco Bell. <coughs> and he's like, we're going to Taco Bell. Or, or maybe, it might be Pizza Hut. I don't know, it might be Pizza Hut. I'm, I'm blank, I, I want to say it's Taco Bell, but it, it may be Pizza Hut, I'm not sure. Somebody, somebody, sounds, somebody check that out for me. Yeah, Taco um, Bell sounds familiar from, like, me Well, you haven't, memories you haven't preview. seen it. You don't get yeah. to, you don't get to say that sounds familiar. But seeing a preview from <laughs> my childhood, like, that. That wouldn't be in the no, preview. Not even a Taco Bell. Check that out, also. <laughs> um, but then Stone's like, Taco Bell? Or 
Pizza Hut? Or whatever it is. And, uh, Bullock's like, oh! Ha 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 You foolish caveman. All restaurants are Taco Bell. After the franchise wars. And that's all. That's all they say about it. That and the throwaway, uh, the uh, President Schwarzenegger Library, presidential, the presidential library of former President Schwarzenegger. For real? Wow! And that was before he was governor. Yeah, it was way before. Oh. Well, Stallone and Schwarzenegger used to take shots at each other in their in their movies. Okay. Like in, uh, you ever see Last Action Hero? Yeah, but I don't remember. That Great all. flick. Yeah. Great flick. By the way. Um, there's a scene where Schwarzenegger comes out and he sees and he's in the real world and yeah. he sees a poster of Terminator, but instead of him, it's uh, it's Stallone as the Terminator. <laughs> it's just like a throwaway. Like, yeah. They just take shots at each other. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> They're action stars. That's like a, a um, when like I found out in uh, Straight Outta Compton when making a rap album, you're like, yeah. Come be on my album, dude. Like, they get their friends and just like, yeah, come be on my album. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. That's what you took away from Straight Outta Compton? Well, some. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No wonder it didn't it win also any awards. It's a fucking awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, stop backtracking. Okay, you you said your piece. <laughs> that was a that was a part um, of the rap world that I didn't even think about. Where I was just like, oh, yeah, of course they'll just invite their friends to be on their tracks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, well, Clapton used to play on the Beatles albums. Well, only one, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to keep the peace, so as it were. You know, they'd get Billy Preston and Eric Clapton to come in so that they wouldn't, do, they'd be on their best behavior, you know, near the end. Because they hated each other near the end. Oh. That's why they broke up. Yeah. There was. There the was Beatles. Dis- there was they're not in existence. Right? Say what? There was dissension with all of them. There was the wanting to get out with all of them. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, all of them yeah, quit yeah. at one point. Yeah. yeah. And then they all just quit. <laughs> Yeah. Each sense. one was like, I'm quitting. And then they got back together. And then the other one was like, nah, I'm quitting. And then they got, and then they, I'm quitting. And then eventually it was just like, alright, we're done. We're quitting. Yeah, we're done. Uh, yeah, it was a good ride. <laughs> was it? You remember? It was a good ride? Way back in the day? One assumes. Many people do. You know, if I were an outsider of the situation... Which, which you I are. Am. Which you are. Completely. <laughs> Almost 50 years removed from the situation. Yeah. yeah. I'd, say, I'd say it was probably a good ride. <laughs> probably. Not for sure. Not gonna say for sure. Because I can't. I can't make that assessment. Strawberry Fields Forever? Strawberry Fields until, until we break up. No, the song's called Strawberry Fields Forever. <laughs> That's what. That's the song title. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Whew. Oh. Oh. Um, it's magic. It's magic. Yeah. But also, um, enough time has passed. You've seen the new Star Wars. I have seen the new Star Wars. Right. What did you take away? Any yes or no? Like what? What did you think about it? Uh. Not much. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, um, you know, it was, 
to me, it was a uh, best of compilation. I mean, it, again, this is not going to be any like, oh my god, I can't believe he said it. Um, but I just felt like it was a very safe movie. Uh, and it was very much just, we need this one to be a hit. To, you know, because now they're going to do uh, a, a Star Wars movie every year for the next, you know. A long time. Forever. <laughs> Um, but I felt like the story, it's, uh, I thought, uh, the acting was fun. I thought the action was cool, but it was just a best of compilation of the original trilogy, whereas like they took the best parts of A New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi and just smushed them all together in a, in one big movie. And it was kind of boring for me. I was, uh, and the thing that I hated about it the thing that I could not stand was just how coincidental everything was. There's nothing was causal. Nothing happened because of anything else that had happened. Everything happened because in the script it said that needed to happen now. There's nothing that is like, oh, we're in this huge base, we gotta find Ray. Oh, she's right there. Oh, that was nice. Nice. Oh, that was convenient. <laughs> Oh man, how are we gonna, how are we gonna end this fight so they both they both survive? Oh, we'll just have an earthquake that separates them. That's convenient. They're on the opposite side. Oh, nice. All right, live to fight another day and whatnot. Okay, great. And it's just the whole movie is like that, you know. It's like oh, it so happened the Millennium Falcons on this pa uh, planet. All right, nice. That worked out. Oh, it just so happens that this exact moment, Han and Chewie found that. Oh. We've been looking for this forever. It just so happens that you guys are on this now. All right. And so it was just, it's, the whole movie was way too coincidental. It's like uh, The Dark Knight Rises, where it's like, why are all the police going down in the sewer? Oh, because we need, the, because it says so in the script. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, uh, Star Wars, eh. <laughs> I couldn't disagree more, but we won't talk about it. <laughs> because opinions are not fact. I mean, I, don't, I mean, everything, Me I, everything I said is true. <laughs> everything I said about that movie is 100% true. Oh, it's, com it's completely... You were bored and that was your opinion. Completely coincidental, the movie. There's nothing causal that happens in that movie. Nothing happens because of anything happening. But the happening. movie made you bored. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Made me really excited. And hey, that's awesome for you. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. And I said this also when I was, if this was the very first Star Wars I ever saw, I would still have that problem of the coincidental thing, but I'd be like, all right, I, I can see this being a fun thing, you know? I would, But I was never a huge Star Wars fan to begin with. Okay. I was never huge into, like, I, I liked Star Wars. I was always, uh, uh... I enjoyed the movies. I hated the prequels, but I uh, enjoyed the uh, original trilogy. But I was—I've never been like a fanatic. Like I, you, uh, clearly. <laughs> you pointed to my uh, curtain, my window a curtain. Return of the Jedi uh, bed sheet curtain, from, uh, from and uh, the 80s. you know. <laughs> but. It was here's what I would I would forgive the entire movie mm -hmm. 
every problem that I had with it, which was a lot. <laughs> but I would forgive everything about it if they had, during Chewie's uh, Berserker's uh, part, yeah. after, spoiler alert, Han dies, um, if he had ripped off a Stormtrooper's arms. If he had, because that would be the best callback ever. Yeah. yeah. To A New Hope, where it's like, yeah, well, uh, a, a droid doesn't rip, rip off your, off your arms when it get when he loses. <laughs> that would have been amazing if he just because he because that was an awesome scene where he just yeah. and and Lost blows it. up, lot loses it, um, and then if he had been in it, <laughs> I know it's not a visual medium, but. That was a pretty good act out, it if was, I do say so myself. He, he grabbed both of his arms, and then he grabbed... I didn't grab both of my arms. He took both of your hands and grabbed and Stormtrooper's arms, ripped them off. Mimic. It's Clean. a it's a mimicky thing. Yeah. Are we recording? <laughs> yeah, we were recording the whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I had no idea. Okay, um... Did you see Deadpool? Did you like Deadpool? I did. I enjoyed Deadpool. Yeah, oh, I liked it. I loved. I loved all the just. I mean, no, I know they did too. All the digs at, at uh, digs at. Yeah, that is great. I and they really captured the essence of Deadpool. And, yeah. yeah, that's um, which is great. I loved what James Gunn said about the movie. Who, uh, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, okay, yeah. he wrote that. Um, he basically pleaded to studios to take the right lessons from Deadpool and how chances are they won't. And they'll see it's a hard R, self-referential, uh, yeah. gratuitous film with a lot of quips yep. and, uh, you know, that sort of stuff. And it's just, that's not why it was a good movie. But you're going to see a lot of movies coming out that are going to have all that stuff in it and they're going to be lame. <laughs> The reason Deadpool was such a good movie is because everybody involved in making it cared so deeply about it yeah, and really, loved, really loved yeah. the project. And that's why it was good. That's why it was original. Yeah. It was an original concept. And that's, also the self-referential thing, that's the thing that Deadpool does. Right, exactly. So if other movies started doing that, they'd be like... Yeah, yeah. breaking the fourth wall, that sort of stuff. <laughs> it was the same thing that happened after Guardians came out, where it was a surprise smash hit, and then all of a sudden... You see trailers with pop songs and quips in there, and it's like, this is going to be a very lame movie. Oh, you didn't like Guardians? I love Guardians. Oh, okay. But every movie um, after, after that. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought Guardians Guardians was probably the best modern Star Wars movie ever. It was so Seriously, good. Seriously, it's oh, it way better than Star Wars The Force Awakens. I loved it. And the part, just the dance. <laughs> the dance-off? Yeah. For the distraction. It's great. Yeah, of course. Great. No, Guardians <laughs> great. I, I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. I, and I get, but also just to be fair, there was no there was no precedent with Guardians of the Galaxy. If it had failed, everybody would be like, yeah, okay. yeah. They would have been like, I didn't know it anyway. Obviously, you got a movie with a raccoon and a talking tree. <laughs> That's not gonna work. The most obscure character from the Marvel universe. You expect that one to work? There's there was no. There's no stakes other yeah. than, you yeah. know, a I normal bet, movie stake. breaths were being held. They're just like, yeah. all right, let's put this and, out. But with Star Wars, there was huge 
things at stake because yeah. they're trying to reboot that f- the whole franchise and yeah. there's so much history and the prequels did so poorly and it was that basically killed it. Yeah. You know, and then this one, and I'll give it its due. It a Star Wars fan got to make a Star Wars, and I really, really like. When I went in, I was like, I didn't watch the international trailer. I only watched that first one. I watched the one where it was like showing all the behind the behind the scenes stuff, and he's like. Real, real sets, real props, real everything. Yeah. I'm like, yes. And then I went in and saw it, and it was everything I, it was everything I wanted it to be. I was so, I was so happy. Yeah. Yeah. I started writing my own episode eight. Well, you know they already. Yeah. Are making. <laughs> episode eight. Yeah. Okay, just to let you know, it's gonna be all for naught. And you know it's they've also written episode nine, oh, yeah, 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 probably, so yeah. kind of wasting your time. <laughs> it's not though. It's an exercise. It shows people, hey, look, this guy can write shit. Uh, yeah. Have him, have him, have him write shit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, Thirty pages in, it's gonna be good. I would I hope so. I can't wait to never see it. I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope it's good because I would hate for you to waste your time on writing something bad. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, that's uh, you know, it was. It wasn't the story that I I I didn't like this the story that they told with it. It was a fun movie, but I I, I would have been much more interested in the underground movement of the empire. Why? Why the empire? <laughs> Because that's what happens when the rebels beat the empire; they're no longer the rebels. But I feel like eight is going to focus more on the empire. And I hope so. Because, I mean, that's kind of how it was in the the first go round. It was like the first time we're focusing on the rebels and like there is the empire and stuff. But yeah, it was the exact same movie. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It's no, you know what? It's not the same movie. It's the right. Empire. No, it's the, the empire is insane. The Empire is insane because... It is a best-of compilation, like I just said. <laughs> no, the Empire is insane because they keep trying the same thing over and over. And they're like, this time it'll work. This time it'll work. Death Star 1. Okay, we'll make another Death Star. Death Star 2. There's no way they'll blow that up. And then they're like, fuck it. We'll take over a whole planet and we'll make it into a, a weapon. Oh, now, is it the Empire too. or is it the writers of the script? It's the Empire. <laughs> Star Wars... Has taken on a, an ether of its own. Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, I mean, there's that throwaway line that uh, Harrison Ford says. It's, it's just a bigger one. It's just gonna make a bigger explosion. So I like that yeah. little call out. But it's also like, yeah, it's just a bigger one. <laughs> Couldn't have come up with anything else. Well, this one killed five planets at a time. That's the other thing. So what? There is no emotional attachment to any of those planets. <laughs> Not one. There was because when uh Tatooine or Datooine or whatever uh Princess Leia's yeah. home planet yeah. there was plenty of lines of dialogue where we realized how she's attached and she's attached and there's and like... an emotional attachment and you feel for the planet. The, the other thing is like these planets there was no in the original trilogy, planets were characters of themselves. Like the planets were had backstory, had uh, a lot of good stuff. I don't know. Uh, this one, 
This one. There's well, the nothing. One it's just like just we're just gonna blow up five planets. The <laughs> five planets took care of the Republic, the last of the Republic or whatever, or was about like the next go around was gonna take care, and then it was to show the rebels like fucking look, these planets are exploding. You better be scared of us. You're next. Lame. <laughs> lame. No. <laughs> lame. 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 <laughs> Boring. Yawn. There's some more stuff coming out soon. Are, yes, are you excited yes, about Twin Peaks? What? Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks? Yeah. What about it? Haven't, haven't seen the originals? Well, or they're, the, they're the making a new Twin back. Peaks? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no investment in it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I watched it for the first time. Like a with within the last year. So. Yeah, good. Oh yeah, nice. That was really high when I watched it too. Well, there you go. It helps. <laughs> it couldn't hurt. <laughs> well, dude, I feel like this has been a good yeah episode. Is it? Oh, we've been recording this whole time. <laughs> Wait, what? Holy shit! I th- oh, okay. I thought this was just the pre-interview. That's but barely. <laughs> barely. Yeah, this barely. Is the pre-interview. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> The real show is six hours long. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I dig it. All right. Well, yeah, this this has been... Uh, oh, no, uh, plug stuff. Plug oh. all your... Yeah, yeah okay. Well, uh, when is this released? When? Uh, this is going to come out, I'll tell you right now. This is going to come out the this Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So then I'm going to be performing at the Hollywood Improv on uh, March 15th, 10 o'clock. It's me, Dana Gould, Melissa Villasenor. It's going to be a great show. Surprise guests. It's called Flyover Comedy. It's a show that I produce. And uh, for tickets, email flyovercomedy at gmail.com. It's a great show. It's in its fourth year. Awesome. Come out. Surprise guests. (laughs) Amazing. There's going to be cake. Um, you know the surprise guests, but they won't. I do know the surprise guests, and they will when they see them. Like they're, they're oh yeah, yeah, they're legit. They're legit. It's not just like Joe. I'm saying they don't know the names. They don't right know. Now. They don't. The people who are listening yeah. don't know the names because I'm not giving them yeah, out right yeah, now because yeah. I can't. But they are confirmed and they will be there. You have heard of them. I promise. There will be cake, ice cream cake. Um, and yeah, it's a it's a really fun night. Uh, so. March 15th, Tuesday, March 15th, 10 o'clock, Hollywood Fly, Improv, Flyover Fly Comedy, at gmail.com. Monthly show? Monthly show, third yeah. Tuesday of every month. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a really fun show. Uh, four years? Four years, yeah. It? Yeah. It's awesome. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's a cool <laughs> thing to be able to do that. Um, you know, Harlan Williams does it all the time. Yeah. And, uh, there was one night when David Tell, Judah Friedlander, and Jeff Ross all came by, and uh, Judd Apatow has been on the show a bunch, and Wayne Fetterman, and you know yeah. Adam Devine, and all these guys, um, Chelsea Peretti, Ali Wong, yeah, they've all done the show. <laughs> Trust me, there is legitimate people that are gonna be there, cool. and also I'm gonna be there, so that's the biggest reason of all to come by. And see the show. Um, Jeffrey Baldinger. Jeffrey Baldinger. Haiku. First part of it. First five syllables of a haiku. Um, 
But yeah, uh, so that's the, the show models. that I uh, have to plug. Oh, uh, yeah. Twitter is at Jeff Baldinger. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Instagram is at Jeff Baldinger. And Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash Jeffrey Baldinger Comedy. Right. Yeah, see? <laughs> that proves I'm a comedian. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the comedy at the end. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, follow and yeah. do all that stuff. And go to Flyover Comedy. Go to Flyover Comedy, yes. Tuesday, March 15th, 10 p.m., Hollywood Improv. Awesome. All right, well, this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and Jeffrey Baldinger. Thanks. <laughs>